We bow our heads and pray. Gracious God, may the words of my mouth and the thoughts of our hearts be acceptable to you through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. So, in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, we follow a three-year lectionary. Some churches follow a one-year lectionary, so the, with the one-year lectionary, the lessons repeat every year. With the three-year lectionary, they repeat every three years. So, following a three-year series of readings, as we do here at Grace, you cover a broader range of scriptures than you would if you followed the one-year lectionary. Though both lectionaries are good, I'm not making a case for or against one or the other. But even with a three-year lectionary, there's a lot of passages, a lot of scriptures that you ignore, that you don't ever read. They never come up in the lectionary readings. And so during the Advent season and sometimes during the Lenten season, for the midweek services, I like to go kind of off the reservation sometimes and select some readings that never come up in the lectionary. I think it's helpful to be exposed to passages like Revelation 12. I think it was so last year, last Advent, we did the birth of Jesus from the book of Revelation. It's not just Matthew chapter 1 and Luke 2 that cover the birth of our Lord. Revelation 12 does. It's interesting. They may have made a covenant. We're not told. I wouldn't insist on that. But they're doing a covenantal thing when they eat together. Letter C, this man's name means king of righteousness. And that's interesting because he is set in this text in contrast to another king. And that's the king of Sodom. His name means king of righteousness. And letter D, you contrast his character with that of the king of Sodom. And by the way, the king of Sodom, his name is Barah. And the Ra, it's two syllables. The Ra syllable, the second syllable, is the Hebrew word for evil. Okay? Bera, the evil. Names are very significant in the Bible. They describe qualities of a person. They're revelatory. And notice point number one under letter D. The first word from Melchizedek's mouth is what? Blessed. Blessed be Abram by God most high, creator of heaven and earth. The first word from the king of Sodom's mouth is what? Give. Give me. Now this guy's just been delivered. He ran from the battle. He and the king of Gomorrah fled the battle. And the Old Testament, the kingship and the priesthood were separate. They were separate authorities. But in Melchizedek, they're joined. And in no other person are they ever joined except Jesus. And so this man points forward to our Savior, to his saving work. And if there was no other reason to study him, that would, alone would be sufficient. Because it was Jesus who said, this is a quote from John chapter 5. He said, Jesus said to the Jews who believed in him, he said, you search the scriptures because you believe that in them you have eternal life, yet they bear witness of me. And he was talking about the Old Testament. 
He's talking about the book of Genesis, maybe even Genesis 14. All of these things point forward to the cross, to our Lord's redemptive work. And whenever you're reading the Bible, whenever you're listening to a sermon, whenever you're in attendance at a Bible study, if they're not pointing you to Jesus, they're not explaining the text correctly because it all speaks of him. That's why we can go to Genesis 14, maybe the last place you might think to look to find Christ, but you'll find him there. He's on every page. Next week we'll be looking at Psalm 110, and the week after that, Hebrews chapter 7. In the name of Jesus, amen.